Welcome to episode 49 of the Becoming Mind Strong podcast. In the last episode, we talked about how to deal with crappy gym workouts when you're traveling. Today, we're going to talk about the other part of this, how to stick with your nutrition goals while you're traveling. Check it out. Welcome to Becoming Mind Strong, the official podcast of Mind Strong Fitness. My name is Rachel. I'm the owner and head coach of Mind Strong Fitness, and I am here to teach you truth. No more bullshit, no more point systems, no more shakes, no more raps. This is math and science, and we're going to learn how to do it together. Ready? Let's rock and roll. So in last episode, we talked about how to deal with gyms, right? When we travel, we often have limited equipment. We have limited access to how we would normally train. And we talked about workarounds for that. When we talk about travel, we have to talk about the nutrition piece of this, because as you and I both know, nutrition is 90% of the game. Now, blanket statement, very similar to the one I made in the last episode. This is about what we do consistently. I go on plenty of vacations where I choose not to track macros the entire time I'm gone. It's not something I'm doing if I'm traveling for a month, but if I'm taking a week off, cool. I'm going to be conscious about it. I'm going to get my protein in. I'm going to make smart choices. Most of all, I know I'm going to be right back to it when I get back. But the purpose of today's episode is just to give you some tips and tricks that if you decide you want to try your best to stick with your goals while you're traveling, it's going to help you out. The first thing is this. The first thing that typically goes when we're traveling is our protein. For the vast majority of people, we, we tend to not be eating enough protein and it's the macro with which most of us struggle the most. So I know if I'm going on vacation, the first thing that's gonna go out the window is my protein intake. So for that purpose, I always pack protein powder and maybe even some protein bars with me. Now, quick heads up that you most likely will get flagged at airport security. If you're flying and you pack protein powder, the way I do it is I take my shaker bottle, I put protein powder in a big, like a gallon Ziploc bag, I wrap it up, I put it inside the bottle, I put it in my carry-on. If you check your bag, you obviously don't have to worry about this, but if you do it in your carry-on, just know they're probably going to pull your bag, they're going to swab the outside of the bag, they're going to check it, you'll be on your way. I just mentioned that so that you don't freak out if it happens, because it probably will happen. But the, the beauty in this is that you know, if you're going out to eat a lot, if you're eating at hotels a lot, you always have the option available to you to get that protein in, knowing that it's typically the first thing to go. Whether you're flying or driving, pre-planning some snacks can be key. If you're sitting in a car for eight hours, you are going to be snacking, right? And similarly, if you're sitting on a flight for three hours, you're going to get hungry. And if there's nothing else available, you're going to buy the crappy airplane food that's really hard to track. It's really hard to know what's in it. So I kind of think of it as if I'm traveling with a three-year-old. When I travel myself, I think of it as traveling with a three-year-old. I'll choose some snacks that I know are aligned with my goals and I'll pre-portion them. So I'll measure out how much I want to take. I'll put them in their little separate Ziploc baggies and I'll throw them in my bag. So now when I'm in the car and I'm feeling snacky, cool. I just grab for one of my pre-portioned snacks. Same thing if I'm on a plane. If I start getting really hungry and I see that snack cart coming by and I see the person next to me eating their cheese and hummus boxed lunch, I can just reach into my bag and I can grab whatever I need. When it comes to actual meals when traveling, we need to understand this is never going to be perfect. And I will keep saying it because this is when we start beating ourselves up. And this is when we start focusing on the little minute things that aren't the big picture. If you're going out to eat, Okay, we need to understand first and foremost that nothing about this, this, this entire process 
is about perfection. Nutrition labels in and of themselves are not perfect. So it's about making smart, conscious choices, doing the best we can, and resting assured that we're going to get back on once we get back and we're in our own kitchen and we're in control. So when it comes to going out, you have a few options. You'll be amazed how many restaurants nowadays have, nowadays, that sounded so old. You'll be amazed how many restaurants nowadays, without walking up and down a one mile hill in the snow, have their macros listed on their website. Certain restaurants even have calculators where if you make adjustments to what you're eating or drinking, they'll figure it out for you. Most are not that intense. But if you're going to a restaurant, take 30 seconds to check their website. You'll be amazed at, at how many of them have the macros on there for you. If you want, I, full disclosure, I've never done this second option. I've had clients that do it. Um, it's a bit too detailed for me. I've had, had clients call the restaurants. They say, hey, I'm coming to you guys tonight. I'm planning on getting the, the penne a la vodka. Um, can you let me know what the nutrition info looks like? And most restaurants have that. Even if they're not posting it, they know it and they'll tell it to you. I've never done that one. The, to me, that's, that's too much work. <laughs> the one that I tend to go with is option number three. And again, I will keep repeating, it's not about perfection. You're going to go in your, your macro tracking app, whatever you typically use, if it's MyFitnessPal, if it's Lose It, whatever one you use. You're going to look up whatever you think you're going to have for dinner. Now, this, we're giving ourselves grace, right? Maybe you get there and they're out of it. Maybe the chef says, oh, we're, we're out of that dish tonight. Maybe you get there and you see the table next door eating chicken or next to you eating chicken parm and it looks so much better. So you make a game change. Cool. This is about doing the best we can. This is way better than what we used to do in the past, which is make it a free for all. So you're going to have penne a la vodka. You think maybe you'll have two pieces of bread and you want to say one glass of wine, but you know, probably two glasses of wine. You're going to pre-plan. So you're going to go into your app. You're going to look up penne a la vodka. You're going to find 15 different entries for it. Some of them are going to be really wishful thinking. It's going to say like one gram of fat. And I wish I lived in that world where penne a la vodka had one gram of fat. It does not. So you're going to take, this will take you what, two minutes, a minute and a half. Look at six different entries. You're going to find ones that start to repeat that are close to each other. You're going to put that in. You're going to estimate what you're going to eat that night on the high end, right? We're not here to sugarcoat things. We know if we have one piece of bread at appetizers, we're probably having three. We know if we have one glass of wine, we're probably going to have a second. Overestimate and plug it in your app. Now, the key is you're doing this way before you even get to the restaurant. This could be that morning when you wake up because now we're doing what we call using an anchor meal or pre-planning. Those macros are already quote unquote spent. Your day has already been accounted for. So now you don't have to sit there the rest of the day and say, I can't, I can't, I can't. You don't have to starve yourself all day because I'm going out to dinner tonight. So I can't eat all day. You've already pulled those macros out. It's like they've already been spent and you can plan the rest of the day around it. Now, here's the key, right? Sometimes if we're going out to a big dinner, it's going to use up almost all our macros for the day. Does that mean you starve yourself? Absolutely not. Because you and I both know that when we sit there and say, well, I'm just not going to eat all day because I'm going out to dinner tonight. Now you're going to eat three times as much as dinner because you're starving. This is about making better choices. Think about in the past, before you were even conscious of this, going out to eat was a free-for-all. It's like, well, screw it. Today's already ruined. I'm going out to eat. So I should just go, go hard all day long. And who cares? The fact that you were even conscious of the fact that, man, I'm going to go over my goals tonight. Cool. Well, I think during the day, I'll just focus on getting more protein in, maybe fill up on some veggies. And I'm going to save as much as I can for tonight, but I'm still going to make sure that I feel full throughout the day so I don't overdo it. 
that is worlds better than what we used to do in the past, the old free for all ways. Okay, most importantly, I will keep saying it, this is not all or nothing. Whether you're using the website, whether you're calling the restaurant, whether you're just using the app and pre-planning using what's in there, this is about making conscious choices. You'll pack your protein, you'll pack your snacks, you'll do your best to use your anchor meal. At the end of the day, we will rest assured that when we get back from this vacation, it might take a couple days to adjust, but we'll be back on with our goals. And that is what matters when it comes to making this a sustainable lifestyle. For more help taking complete control of your health and fitness, including grabbing any of our free guides, check out www.mindstrongfitness.com.